When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and entered an unoccupied rental home. Murdoch used the bathtub, slept in the bedroom, made himself a cup of coffee in a mug. Mm. Debbie said that wasn't all. Murdoch left the coffee on the back porch while he filled the kitchen trash include, uh, with trash, including his bus ticket stub. Huh. Later that evening, deputies responded to a burglary on Via de Luna Drive, the victim told police that a man wearing a dark-colored shirt, dark-colored pants, and a baseball cap walked up to her sliding glass door and started pulling on the handle. When she asked the suspect what he was doing, he said he was looking for Tony and left. Deputies said Murdoch was quickly found near the property. He was arrested for burglary and damage to a property. So, Other than smashing the door, it doesn't sound like he did anything overly egregious to this house. Just took a bath, got him some coffee. Maybe took a nap. Put some pictures of himself up around. He did fill the trash can, though. I mean, I don't know what all he would have put in the trash can, but... Homeboy just went into a house that wasn't his. Well, good for him. Apparently, that's that's frowned upon. You ever done that, Snoop? You ever wandered into a house that wasn't yours? No, no, because I I value my life. Yeah. And I want to live. I never played that one either. As long as I can. (laughs) Life is short. I did, uh... I did one time... No need to make life shorter. Back in my back in my partying days, my, my wilder days, I was trying to walk from Dirty Six back to my hotel and wandered into like some office building Ooh, that was not my no. hotel. No. I made it to the hotel though eventually. I tell you, like when I used to have to ride the bus and it wouldn't go through through Westlake, I would have to. It would drop me off near Barton Creek and I would walk to the station through a Westlake neighborhood and. Let me tell you, I was walking on my tiptoes. Like you would walk here? Yeah, well, it was another station, a, a oh, little okay. closer. But uh, okay. yeah, it was pretty. I thought I was. I was just scared that somebody would just get nervous because I'm walking through this neighborhood. But I just walked fast as I could, hunky dory. Like God, God, don't shoot me. What if they knew you, Snoop? They well, would. They would. They probably would have welcomed you into the house no, and, no. and invited you in for a cup of coffee. No need. Yeah. No, I had to go to work, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lastly, a Florida man said he was, quote, having a bad day after he allegedly fled from a deputy on Wednesday. Monroe County deputy said Ronald Bennett, 20, was clocked driving a pickup truck 71 miles per hour to 45 mile per hour zone near US-1, on US-1 near mile marker 70 around 9 p.m. Wednesday. By the way, Snoop, did you know that, remember in Ice Ice Baby in Vanilla Ice? Yes, not a nap guy. That guy took a nap because it said he used the bed. Uh, thank you for feedback on the Specs text line, by the way. Uh, in the in Ice Ice Baby, he talks about A1A. Do you know yes. A1A, A1A, is a, A1A is a real highway in Florida? Like, it's a legit highway? Girls were hot wearing less than bikinis? Actually, it was like in a retirement community, so there was none of that going on, and it was at night. But I took a picture next to the <laughs> A1A sign because I just wanted to confirm that it was a real place and it really existed. That's lit. Uh... Anyway, back to the story. When a deputy attempted to pull him over, they said Bennett increased his speed. Deputy said Bennett eventually stopped and admitted to fleeing. He told the deputy he was, quote, having a bad day. Bennett was arrested and charged with fleeing and eluding. Deputy said, 
you know, I it's been a minute since I've been pulled over. But when I've been pulled over, it never occurred to me to just mash the gas and drive away. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like that thought, like, I don't know, man. Like when some of these crimes happen, I'm just like, at some point, did rationale just kick in for these guys and gals that commit these crimes? You might have heard it in a song. Have you ever thought about that, Snoop? No. Just driving off? No. Nope. Oh, I'm going to pull over if I didn't do nothing wrong. What's the worst I'm going to do? Give you a ticket? Now you got now you got a felony charge because you were having a bad day and needed to get away. All right, that's going to do it for hour number one. Hour number two of Light the Tower coming up next with the Horns 24-7 recruiting editor Mike Roach joining us to talk a little Longhorn football recruiting. We'll do that when we come back on Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. XXFM and HD1 BK, KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Roush. Promo code HORN. Guests on the Horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit Vaqueroscafe.com. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports. With Horn's 24 7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live local and independent home for sports talk in Austin. The Horn. Jeez, didn't think that break was ever going to end. Hour number two of Light the Tower on the Horn. Jeff House, Snoop Daniel, Craig Way out today. Craig's traveling to Kansas, getting you, uh, he'll be broadcasting the game tomorrow. You can hear that on the Horn. We get you started at 10.30 tomorrow morning. Longhorn game day presented by Bud Light, Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Mike Hards, Lavaca Street Bar downtown. Leading you up to 1.30 when they kick it over to the network pregame. Then at 2.30, it's Craig, it's Roger Wallace, it's Will Matthews with the call. Texas and Kansas live from Lawrence. The postgame afterwards. Short week next week. Winding this thing down, man. It's amazing how fast it goes. We wait so long for it, and then it seems like the regular season's gone in the blink of an eye. And then we wait to see where Texas ends up for their bowl game. Horns 24-7 recruiting editor Mike Roach is going to join us here in just a few minutes to talk Longhorn recruiting. Get some feedback on the Specs text line. John in the Bay, Snoop, is all about you going on blind date, the revitalization of blind date. No, no blind. I need to see something before. I don't – I'm not that adventurous. <laughs> Please. Is that, show, is that show even on anymore? Blind date? I don't know. Probably it's not, not right? because it's been like so many bad things. I don't know. Just blind dates are just never, I don't know, never panned out for me. I went on a blind date for my senior prom. How was that? Terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh well. Yeah, it there, was yeah. awful. Aww. It was pretty brutal. So. My uh, my blind date, like, at least I knew, I kind of went on, on that for prom too, but at least I knew what, I was, what she looked at. I was, looked I was bamboozled, Snoop. I was hoodwinked. That's messed up. Let astray. Run amok. Was she at least nice? Uh... I hope. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you because I don't know that she said two words to me the whole night. So yeah, that that's awkward when that like happens. I'm, I'm admit like I'm pretty. I'm pretty socially awkward. Like meeting you new are? people. Yeah, I am. Meeting new people and carrying oh. on conversations. 
So if 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 my if if from my point of view, if you're if you're very introverted and not wanting to talk, and I'm like, man, this person needs to open up a little bit and give, give me give me something to work with here. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, it's probably uh, it's probably not gonna work out. That's why my wife and I work well together. She's. She's, she's peanut the, butter, she's, you jelly. She's the community. She's the communicator. Yeah. <laughs> peanut butter, you jelly. I got. Oh no. She's no. the she's the scorpion to my sub zero, if you will. Wow! Holy Lord! Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty deep connection. I, I like that Mortal Kombat reference right there. She's the Chun Li to my guile. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Let me try the mic again. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get we'll get Mike Roach here uh, in just a minute. Uh, man, I, I love this text. Uh, this person used to live in Florence texting the show. Trip saying trip to Chuck Wagon in Georgetown was something they look forward to. Monos and Sam's was all we had. Shout out to Monos, still there. Planning on, we've got something coming up on the show. I don't want to spoil it, but we've got something coming up in terms of a remote in the next few weeks. It might enable me to go have lunch at Monos. So I'm going to see if I can make that happen. Uh, yes, Chuck Wagon was the place that burned down as my brother Joe was texting me. And yes, texter, I did get a scary injury in a middle school football game. I uh, definitely had a concussion, had a neck problem, uh, went to the hospital. What happened? Uh, run us back through that play. Take us to there. Uh, went to cut block somebody, and I didn't see somebody coming in from the side, and I took a thigh pad to the top of the head. Oh, man. And it only takes that. Yeah, man. It was... My I just remember my arms and my hand, my feet and my hands were tingly, and it was like I felt like I couldn't move at first. I guess I got the wind knocked out of me. But yes, I jammed some. some jammed Didn't up. the wind knocked out is scary because you think you're going to die. I, I jammed up my neck, and I de- <laughs> I definitely had a concussion. Man. I know that was one for sure. Oh, well, good thing that you are still here with us. <laughs> I like this text. Says Jeff State quote unquote looked like Janet Jackson. Talk about she looked like Janet Jackson. Oh. Got out the car, looked more like Freddie Jackson. Uh. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Just personality-wise, just wasn't. It was. It wasn't happening that night. It wasn't. wasn't a whole lot. wasn't a whole lot to work with. And I don't say that maliciously. It's just again, when I'm trying to drive the conversation and it's not happening, got some serious problems. Uh, this person, you said they used to work at Chuck Wagon when they were in high school, and texted us a picture of an original mug from the uh, the. Chuck Wagon. So, and as another texter texted in, said the chicken fried steak was great. He said it probably sucked, but I was a kid and it was awesome. So that's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. So it's what your memories were about. Victor, yes, Brain Vault would have helped me back then. Uh, had I been, had it been that technology been invented at that point? Yeah, Brain I, Vault not just for football, by the way. Soccer, lacrosse. All these things, are, they are probably more high impact because you aren't wearing as much protection. So I could see Snoop on Elimidate back in the day. What was Elimidate? I remember Blind I remember blind Date. I remember Blind Date. I don't remember Elimidate. But. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It was like where you take two people on a date and then you decide. that That's the worst. Was that, I thought that was the third wheel. 
Well, I mean, I think it's it's something similar. But, yeah, somebody gets their feelings hurt. All right. We'll see if our guest knows anything about dating shows. Uh, Joining us now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline for our weekly conversation with him. He is the recruiting editor at Horns 24-7. Nobody doing a better job covering Texas football recruiting in the game than Mike Roach and Hudson Standish at Horns 24-7. Get him on Twitter at Mike Roach 247 and get that State of Recruiting podcast whenever it drops on the Horns 24-7 podcast feed. He is Mike Roach. Mike, do you uh did you have a favorite dating show back in the day? Did you watch dating shows casually when they were on about fifteen or so years ago? Yeah, Blind Date was great. Eliminate was great. Uh, MTV had a show that I'm trying to think of. You think about Singled Out? Uh, Singled Out was great, but that's not what I'm thinking of. There yeah, was, was one. Uh, there was one on MTV where it may have been Eliminate. Is that what I'm thinking? But you you would. There'd basically be one person dating, and they'd put put a bus full of five girls or five guys on, and the the guy I think it was called Next, and the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember that one. Okay, cool. So. Thankfully, Mike had knowledge of dating shows. uh, This is what we were talking about while we were waiting for you to (laughs) eliminate. Thank you, Mike. That that and a restaurant in Georgetown that burned (laughs) down that was my brother's favorite restaurant. But I digress. Mike, we talked about last week the the vibe. uh, You could feel it in the air. The the pulse was was vibrant uh, in terms of the recruiting weekend on the 40 acres. Uh, No verbal commitments for Texas coming out of that weekend. They lose to TCU. Once, Mike, you know, the initial disappointment of the weekend not uh, hitting a a crescendo, if you will, wore off. What was your feedback from your sources close to the program, sources close to recruits, recruits themselves? How how would you sum up last weekend now that we're a full week removed from it? There was some good and some bad. Um, You know, I think that you, obviously, in a situation like that, you'd like to have a, a perfect visit. You'd like for the weather to be great. You'd like to win the game. You'd like to, you know, everything to kind of hit. But that's always the case, and um, it sounds like that's kind of what happened last week. We, you know, with a lot of guys, we heard good things. We heard good things to Anthony Hill. Um, I, I would say probably the best feedback I heard coming out of a trip was was from Anthony, um, and so those things are good. But there were other guys that we heard you know, maybe didn't enjoy the visit as much. I think there were some operational issues that got to them um, that that kind of caused it to be not as good of a trip. And, you know, I'm kind of of two minds about that because I think that when you look at it, these kids that that, that feel like they get um, overlooked in a, in a situation like that where you have a bunch of different uh, – where you have a bunch of different kids there – I think that they've got to understand, like, this is a junior day. You've got to come to the game and just kind of enjoy the game. Everybody's working. But, you know, it is what it is. And, and I think that a lot of people have uh, – a lot of people came forward and said, hey, it was kind of a mixed bag for us. Mike, let's start – we'll run down some prospects. Let's start with Anthony Hill. You talked about the good feedback. I know you mentioned it uh, throughout the week. Uh, the Stampede, by the way, it's still very much worth reading. Mike's a weekly collection of recruiting news notes and nuggets. Uh, drops every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Mike, where are you at on this Anthony Hill recruitment as far as where Texas stands? Um, I, I still like where Texas stands. Talked to some sources in the last couple of days who are still extremely confident um, on where Texas is. I just think for – for, for him, it makes sense. He does want to stay close to home. Um, and I, I think that Texas did a good job. You know, the, the one part of the, of the game that kind of worked out for them was 
they played really well on defense. So, um, you know, maybe if you were an offensive recruit, it might bother you to see the way they performed. But they did play well enough on defense. I talked to a source near Anthony during after the trip who said, you know, Texas was put in a lot of bad positions and they came up, you know, with wins. So I, I, I think they're in a, in a really good spot there. DeAndre Moore, Mike, at wide receiver. Uh, we know wide receiver uh, since the Jonah Wilson decommit. The staff has, has tried to look at a lot of options. Jacoby Lane was also in town. Uh, what's the latest at wide receiver? Yeah, those those two guys uh, are names definitely. Um, I think with Moore, uh, it's, you know, he's to mid to Louisville, but I think it's going to come down to Georgia or Texas from talking to people around him. Um, there's not a lot of confidence from anyone that he sticks with with Georgia, or I'm sorry, with Louisville. And I think Georgia makes a really strong push for him. They've got a, you know, one of his old high school coaches is on staff at Georgia, a guy that was at Desert Pines in Las Vegas when he played there. Um, and obviously Georgia's Georgia. So uh, they've made a really compelling push for him. With Jacoby Lane, you know, we've heard good enough things. It's hard because uh, Jacoby doesn't really talk a lot. There's not a lot of feedback there, but um, uh, there, there is some confidence that some people can, uh, you know, from some people that he could be flipped. Mike, I, I know Texas has been uh, playing from behind, so to say, with uh, with Deuce Robinson in this recruitment, but they got him on campus. Uh, anything that you heard feedback-wise from Deuce's visit sway your opinion on where Texas sits? Um, no, I mean, I, I, it's weird because he has the widest variance of like, if you talk to people who, uh, you know, what they believe is going to happen with him, you'll talk to people who are like, oh, there's no chance Texas gets him. And then you'll talk to people who's like, I think Texas is the leader. So, um, I, I talked to somebody in fact last night who, who thought he said, you know, I think they've got a pretty good chance to get due. So I, I, I guess we'll take that for what it's worth. I think it's, still going to come down to you're battling Georgia, you're battling USC. Those are two tough teams um, uh, to go after. And, you know, USC's held kind of a long advantage in that recruitment being being the, the, the long-time favorite. Um, but I do think that Texas made it enough of an impact that um, I'll be interested to see, you know, kind of what else shakes out. One position group, Mike, safety. Uh, Texas has been looking to add a big-time safety. You had a note in the stampede on pay, uh uh, I'm sorry, Peyton Bowen, uh, Javion Toviano from Ar- Arlington, uh, Arlington Martin also was on campus over the weekend. Anything new, Mike, on, on safety? Uh, Texas trying to trying to get in the game and add a safety here uh, in the early period. Yeah, Texas is um, trying to reengage with Peyton Bowen. Uh, I talked to sources near Bowen last week who who said that he would be open, more open to Texas than he ever has been in his recruitment, uh, be, mostly because of the potential of the class they're putting together. I still think it's Notre Dame or Oklahoma for him. You know, he's been committed to Notre Dame for a long time. Oklahoma just recently signed his girlfriend, and we kind of know how that plays in recruiting. Um, And they signed her to a soccer scholarship. So um, I kind of think those two schools are the leader. But I think Texas will get a look from Peyton Bowen down the stretch here. Um, (coughs) Excuse me, that that wintertime sinus is coming in. as far as J.B. Toviano, he did not make it on the campus. Um, and that's I think that kind of paints the picture for the way that recruitment has gone for Texas. It's It's been full of, yeah, I'm going to come on this date and just not showing up. And I think that 
it's been frustrating for the staff. It's been frustrating for us to cover from a media perspective. And um, I think it kind of indicates that I don't believe Texas is in a good position with them at all. Mike, uh, just kind of wrapping things up here, Jelani McDonald, you had a note on him that you think it's going to be a battle. Who suddenly is in the race for the former Oklahoma State commit? TCU is uh, is now be, now a player. You know, the, the Horn Frogs have uh, family ties um, to to Jelani McDonald. He has family that played there. Um, obviously, when you host a visit weekend like that, you, you're always at risk of the other team. You know, um, making an impression on the body's guy that. Like I said, there were some operational issues. I don't think he had the best time. I don't think he had a, an awful time, but I think things could have gone better with him. So, um, you know, I, I, it's going to be tough. I think Texas still has a, an official visit to use on Jelani. Um, so if they can get him back on campus, they might be able to turn those things around. But, you know, I, I think that it, it's going to be a tougher battle than they anticipated. And, Mike, we'll get you out of here on this uh, interior defensive line. I know that's a position where a, a lot of new names have popped up over the last couple of weeks. You mentioned uh, in your Mike at Night piece recently that uh, out of state is where Texas is looking. You mentioned one name in particular. Uh, what's going on on the interior D-line right now? Yeah, you know, they had Marcus Deal on campus this week um, or, or this past week for an official visit. That's definitely a name. Uh, Roger Pierce, who is a Wisconsin commit uh, from Chicago, is another name to know. He is close, from what we understand, uh, to scheduling a, an official visit. And then uh, Justin Benton from uh, the Georgia area, West Virginia commits another guy uh, that has an official visit scheduled and has, uh, you know, kind of been growing with Texas. So I think Bo Davis is looking for his options and making sure you know he can find some bodies and. All three of those guys bring some intriguing things to the table. So uh, I, I don't know that they stand out with any one of them. I, I think I like their chances with Bitten or Deal more than I do with, with Pierce. But um, they can define some guys. Mike, I know you had uh, you had DeSoto last night in Rockwell Heat. That was your Thursday game. Uh, Guy or Highland Park tonight? Yes, Guy or HP, which – it's a bummer. I understand it's it's going to be called on Bally's, but Craig won't be there. So I was hoping to run into Craig tonight, but talked to him earlier in the week. He said he was traveling already for the uh, game tomorrow. So, and then Saturday, what do, what do you have on Saturday? Saturday, I will be seeing uh, South Oak Cliff and Lovejoy in the afternoon, and then uh, in the evening, Pleasant Grove and Cattle Mill. So that time of year where I get to schedule like five, four or five games in a week. It's fun. That's that's one thing I miss about that recruiting beat. You can get you, you know, sell sometimes five, six games in a playoff weekend uh, if the schedule breaks right for you. He is the recruiting editor at Horns 24-7. You can get all of his work at Horns 24-7. Nobody better than Mike Roach and Hudson Standish in the Texas market covering recruiting. Find him on Twitter, at Mike Roach 247. You can also get Mike's book, The Road to Texas. You can still order that on Amazon if you're looking for a, a nice Christmas present for the Longhorn fan in your life, need a nice stocking stuffer, uh, and help my man Mike out by getting his book. You can check that out on Mike's Twitter feed. That'll take you to the uh, Direct Link and the State of Recruiting podcast whenever it drops on the Horns 24-7 podcast feed you can get that anywhere you get your podcast he is mike roach horns 24 7 recruiting editor mike thanks for the time and uh actually since we're off next friday for the texas game we won't do this next week so we'll do this two weeks from now all right well uh you guys have a happy thanksgiving then and uh, we'll talk to you after
There he is. Same to you, Mike, and yours. Mike Roach, Horns 24-7 recruiting editor, joining us for his weekly conversation detailing the comings and goings on the recruiting trail for the Texas Longhorns. All right, take a break. Come back. Uh, Snoop's Flex 30 update and our second Longhorn Notebook on top of our Supreme Lending Pick'em Contest. we got to do our picks in the Supreme Lending Pick'em Contest. We'll do all that when we come back on Light the Tower, on the Horn, live, local, and digital, on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. B&E. Now you talked about how you get, what'd you give your brother the... Uh, sleeper. Sleeper hole. Oh, yeah. Uh, we used to try to, my brother and I used to try to give each other the figure four leg lock. Oh. Yeah. Did you find my book of burned CDs from my junior year of high school, Snoop? I did. I like how you kept all the liner notes. All. Sort through the limp, sort through limp biscuit, and a bunch of other stuff, and eventually you'll find Papa Roach. Yes, sir. Infest. A little West Side connection I had in there too. Oh, I used to like going to the pawn shops to buy CDs, oh, or like, yes. or go to like the record store and like the discount bins. Yes, you get some good deals, man. The pawn shops are, are really cool because you just never know what you find. It's Oh, man, pawn shop. I need to revisit the pawn shops again. Once I get my camera, <laughs> my $6,500 camera. <laughs> we can, I have keep more. hope alive, Snoop. I keep am, hope alive. I Jeff am. House, Snoop Daniel here on Light the Tower rolling along. Uh, let's go ahead and get to a little Flex 30, Snoop. Oh, yeah, why not? Oh, shoot. That was really loud. Flex <laughs> ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right. Well, we got playoffs tonight, baby, baby. Uh, lots of important games. I do want to say that uh, even though I rank them as my Whataburger top five, you know, all these games are do or die. And, you know, if you win, you continue on. And if not, you clean out your locker room on Monday. And next week is Thanksgiving. And the teams they remember playing December, one of the, the greatest uh, accomplishments in high school football is to practice on uh, Thanksgiving morning or on Black Friday morning. So good luck to all the teams. Here on 104.9 The Horn, of course, Lake Travis versus Cibolo Steel on 105.3 The Bat, LBJ versus PNG, Fort Natchez Groves in Katy, if you can't make it out. In fact, I do want to mention that there are $50 shuttle rides down to Katy. If you want to go witness LBJ, get this dub and support the team, you can go to their Twitter page. And then uh, last but not least, of course, is uh, Vandy Perf, Vandergriff Vipers on AN1260 and uh, 101.9 FM as uh, they will take on Converse Judson, which has an awkward-looking record at 5-6, and six, but they have been rejuvenated since starting their uh, their uh, sophomore quarterback. And sometimes that's all it takes is maybe a personnel switch. We'll see. Vandegrift, we're hoping for that Bandy versus Drip matchup. Uh, if Vandegrift wins tonight, Drip would have to win tomorrow, and they would have to beat San Antonio Brandeis to do so. So you can go to flexatx.com. We got you posted pregame tonight at 630 I believe I'm holding it down solo. So I will talk a little bit about the teams that aren't in the playoffs as well and touch on a little bit about what they're going to bring back next year because we don't want to leave everyone out. So it'll be something for everyone, but we will totally focus on all the teams in the UIL area championship round. It's a flex. All right. uh, Shout out to Brain Vault uh, for their sponsorship. And shout out to Snoop for the Vuvuzela. And uh, shout out to Flex ATX. FLXATX 
Com. And they've done some things like they've made some changes and tweaks to make it more, uh, you know, user friendly at flexatx.com. I will say this, that we are not webmasters, although we do have we're masters of culture just now. <laughs> um, so we are we are uh, we are developing our web presence. We dominate on social. I will say that I, I won't be shy there, but like we're learning our, we're getting our web swag on and it's trending upwards. Make sure on Instagram or whatever, <laughs> Snoop, you put masters of culture. Don't worry about Twitter. Cause apparently it's going to die by the end of the week. What? So. Well, yeah. What is that about? You should have put that in inconceivable. I don't know what that's about. I know we got Longhorn Notebook. But yeah, no, no we're, are... we're about to do Supreme Lending picks. Oh, but, yes. Uh, Elon, Elon yeah. apparently gave the staff an ultimatum and a bunch of people walked out and they're, People are worried that Twitter. He wants crash. them to work hard. Oh, like sixteen-hour work days and stuff. Well, oh well, dream job. You work for Twitter. <laughs> Eat it up and do a good job. He wants you to work a lot because he wants to do great things. Uh, maybe I don't know, but sorry, Twitter, I'm like getting. I'm on. If Twitter went away tomorrow, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't that would care. be so terrible. I I wouldn't care, Snoop. It wouldn't bother me at all. My life would be the same as it was in the. You're 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 a, 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 a person that people love to follow on Twitter. Yeah, but guess what? I've got the flagship message board at Horns twenty four seven. I can still get my message out there. Yes, oh, college football. Get... The message board is allowing college football fans to definitely maintain an outlet if Twitter goes away. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Twenty four seven Sports Network, Horns twenty four seven for all your Texas information. All right, Supreme Lending picks, John McClellan. And the folks at Supreme Lending, our pick'em contest for charity. Snoop, what do I have in the college front? Okay, TCU, Baylor. I hate picking Baylor games because I always pick wrong. I've, I haven't picked a Baylor game right this year. Wow. Uh, so, and I think I picked a BYU game right. Um, yeah, that's the worst in gambling when you can't get a team right. Oh, and this, this that's painful. <laughs> I, get, I guess give me TCU, but it's just. With TC, with TCU coming off the big one over Texas, Baylor coming off the big loss to K State. This one's in Waco. Like I want to pick Baylor, but I, we need to catch up in games, so I'm gonna pick TCU. No way, heck, Twitter goes away. Uh, okay, TCU. <laughs> What's up, Angie? USC versus UCLA. I, you know, I had somebody trying to convince me a few days ago that US that UCLA was going to pound USC just because of the physicality, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. But give me USC, man. They got the when you got Caleb Williams, you got the best player on the field. So give me, uh, give me SC. Now? Is he now? All right, and the third, Utah, Oregon. Oregon's coming off of a tough one against Washington. Uh, this one's in in Salt Lake City, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, this is Utah at Oregon. Uh, give me the Utes, two Utes. Give me the Utes. Give me the two Utes. <laughs> <laughs> give me the uh, Karate Kid and uh, the uh, yeah, the guy. Two Utes. Yeah, give me Utah. So I'm gonna take TCU over Baylor, SC over UCLA, Utah over Oregon. Got it. Because I'm OCD. Had to hear it play all the way out. We were so close to the end. (laughs) All right, Snoop. Your Sunday in the National Football League. We know what I'm picking here. Cowboys, Vikings. Do the the Dallas football Cowboys bounce back? Yes, I can't pick against Dallas. So let's just resign it to Cowboys. 
I'm going to pick the Cowboys every time. You do you, Snoop. I yeah. got no problem with that. I need, I need I need the Cowboys to bounce back. Maybe you'll give them that mojo. That Even you. if logic says, because we all know logic don't work in the NFL. I think mm-hmm. some people have lost major, major money on weird games. Like like last night, Tennessee beat – did Tennessee hold on to beat Green Bay? Yes, Packers lost. Like, I heard like that hurt. Like, anyway, so yeah, Cowboys. All right, Snoop, the Sunday night game. You've got the Kansas City Chefs and Mahomes going yes. to Los Angeles to battle the Los Angeles, San Diego, Rancho Cucamonga Chargers and Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Only probably a wise wise decision, okay, sir. Because I like Patrick Mahomes and Chef. And the chefs, the chefs, the chefs, and it was, at, and it's not. You remember that Snickers, that bar, that, you remember that Snickers commercial back in the day? Which one? Where the guy's painting chiefs in the end zone, and he goes, oh. "What are you thinking?" The guy comes up, "That hey, looks great." But who are the chefs? Yes, I do remember great. that. Googly moogly, great googly moogly. All right, so there's Snoop's two picks: picking the Cowboys and the Chiefs this weekend. Put your mortgage on it. Oh, no. Why does Angie keep picking Chiefs games? Like, cause you, like last year, you always went against the Chiefs. Correct. But now, that? now you're you're all about picking the Chiefs. Yeah, Snoop. Please make sure you submit yeah, our yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, need a yeah, we don't yeah. need a donut this week. That would be awful. Somebody texted us said Mrs. Johnson's donuts is back open on airport. Mrs. Johnson is open back up on Mrs. Johnson's donuts. Oh, okay. Thursday to Sunday, seven p to nine a. A public service announcement for everybody out there. Which made me think of donuts. We don't need a donut Ooh, to pick them, Snoop. God, I love donuts. I oh. wish somebody would bring. Some plain donuts, even. Well, the pick'em is where we don't need donuts. No. Cowboys. Okay. Get Chief. those picks sent. I'm sending TCU, USC, Utah, Cowboys, Chiefs sent. I am going to see if I can find some site that'll take my money and put a parlay on it. <laughs> well, whatever you had in crypto is gone now, so yeah. can't do that. Yeah. It's, it's down to 16. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 16 cents? No, not 16 cents. Well, <laughs> That's how much you have in your account? No, actually, I when it went down to sixteen, I I invested five dollars. <laughs> I'm going for the gusto. There baby. you go. All right, let's get to uh, one last time in the broadcast weekend today. Let's get the Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. Bowersockteam.com. Let Aaron and her team do for you what she was able to do for Craig and Linda when they made the move to Georgetown. Lightning fast approval. On the home loan process, made it very easy for them. Bowersockteam.com. Aaron Bowersock is your home loan expert. Three keys to a Longhorn victory. Key number one, eye discipline above all else and discipline, period. Texas is the most penalized team in the Big 12, Snoop, in terms of penalties per game and penalty yardage per game. That was not the case last year with Sark's team, but penalties are eating this team alive right now, having conference play. So discipline is huge, but eye discipline. Again, with as much of the triple option stuff as Kansas runs on offense, eye discipline, not just Jalen, uh, not just Jalen Ford, like we talked about in our matchups, but it's got to be everybody on that defense. Your eyes have got to be in the right place. You've got to stay true to your keys. You've got to play assignment sound football. Otherwise, if you don't, that's when Kansas will create their explosive plays. That's when they'll get them when you're not disciplined, when they catch you slipping. So disciplined, period, has to be the name of the game. Key number two, continue to limit explosive plays. On defense, I just talked about explosive plays, but that's how the Longhorns kept themselves in the game last week. Really win the explosive play battle. Look, 
you were facing a defense last week that had given up a bunch of explosive plays, and you're facing a defense this week that's going to get that has given up a bunch of explosive plays. The reason why I continue to bring up the explosive play battle, Steve Sarkeesian is a firm believer in the teachings of Bill Walsh. And the one statistic that Bill Walsh valued more than anything else was winning the turnover battle, was, was winning the explosive play battle. Talk about turnovers, but winning the explosive play battle was really what Bill Walsh was all about. He just felt like that gave you such an advantage if you could win it. Make them on offense, limit them on defense. That's why Texas gave itself a chance last week, was limiting explosive plays. That's why they couldn't win the game because they couldn't generate enough explosive plays. So the explosive play battle has to be paramount for the Longhorns. And key number three, make sure you get five his touches. I'll go back to last week. For B. John Robinson in your biggest game of the year to have 12 touches, no targets in the passing game, I don't care if they were stacking the box. You can find other ways to get him the football. That's not what Sark did last week. I said during the bye week, coming out of the bye, they have four games left. My goal for Sark was don't get through these four games and feel like you left meat on the bone with B. John Robinson. You did, you did that. You didn't leave any meat on that bone. That bone was picked clean. In Manhattan, you put the ball you put the ball in five's hands and let him carry you across the finish line with over 200 yards rushing, 30-plus touches. Bijan Robinson has three games in his career with 30-plus touches. You won all three of them. But last week, a lot of meat left on that bone. It was like a state fair turkey leg that somebody just took a nibble off of and then threw in the trash. That's what you did with Bijan last week. Make sure there's no meat on that bone at the end of the night. Make sure five has enough touches in all facets of your offense to where he can make things happen. We'll take a break, come back. I'll give my prediction and get to a quick Texas basketball note as we close out this Friday edition of Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Like our podcast, we're moving, moving. What are you talking about? Instead of listening on SoundCloud, you can now get us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sounds fantastic. Also on hornfm.com. Ironworkers Local 482, building Central Texas since 1935. Closing on a Friday edition of Light the Tower, Chad and Zay coming up next. Do want to let you know, Ball Don't Lie will be live on location today. Twin Peaks, the Stastny location, 3 to 6.30 before they throw it back to the studio to snoop for the Flex pregame. Chance to win a $25 man card, giving away one an hour. They've got happy hour specials. You can get to hornfm.com, find out more about that. Starting at 3 o'clock, go holler at Rod Babers and Mike Harden. Rod Babers is a man of the people. It's one of the things I love about Rod, Snoop. Yeah. Like when I'm listening to Longhorn Game Day, which, by the way, starts tomorrow at 1030, Lavaca Street Bar downtown with Rod, Aaron Hogan, and Harge. When I'm listening to the pregame and it's it's E. Hogan and, and Harge, and I don't hear Rod, I'm like, oh, Rod must be shaking hands with somebody, taking a picture, doing something. <laughs> That's how that's how Rod yeah, spends nice. his breaks during the pregame. Yeah. He's a man of the people. Yeah. Um, quick prediction from me: uh, I, We made our staff picks at Horns twenty four seven. I took Texas to win the game thirty eight thirty four. I think it's, I have no reason to believe this won't be a close game. Uh, I have every reason to believe that it will. Uh, just the way it's it's a road game. Jalen Daniels. I'm expecting him to be back. Uh, put all that stuff together. And, you know, you got Texas coming off of a tough game. Uh, it's going to be cold. 
Uh, I do. I, the one thing I do hope, though, I hope Texas respects Kansas, respects the opponent as much as they should in this game because that Kansas team is not going to be afraid to face Texas. They know they can beat Texas because they did it last year. They so scared. I took Texas to win the game, but I'm expecting it to be a tight one and much higher scoring than the TCU game. Real quick basketball note, A.J. Johnson, five-star guard uh, in the class of 2023, uh, is going to make his college announcement on Monday. Uh, Texas and, and LSU are really the two schools that have been mentioned most often in his recruitment. Louisville also in there a little bit. He's also consider he's considered professional opportunities throughout the process. Uh, it's going to be Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific, so that's noon here. Uh, I know Texas has felt good about where they've sat in this recruitment from all the sources I've talked to. So we'll see how it plays out on Monday, but that could be. Monday could be a really good day for Chris Beard and company. We're going to get more talented? Potentially, yes. We'll see what happens. Like I said, LSU's been in there. Scary Louisville's good. Been in there, so. They look Just, scary uh, good. Again, keep, I don't want to get too excited. Keep your eyes peeled, ears open for that basketball news on Monday when A.J. Johnson makes his decision. Snoop, great job this week, sir. Outstanding. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll be back on Monday. Short week next week. We're only here through Wednesday. But we'll do our best to bring you the highest quality of sports talk radio that we can with a little bit of banter mixed in. Big thank you to Mike Roach for joining us. Big thank you to LBJ head coach Jamal Finner. Stay tuned. Chad and Zay coming up at the top of the hour. Are you going to Lawrence? Yes. Heading there. This heading to the Safe airport travels, this afternoon. Bro. Thank you, Snoop. And good luck with the flex pregame tonight. Six thirty with Snoop on the flex pregame. For the absent Craig White, for Snoop Daniel, I'm Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back tomorrow to light the tower. Or excuse me, on Monday. Yeah. To light the tower. <laughs> it's in the week. We'll be back on Monday to light the tower on the horn. Live, local and digital on the horn app. And at hornfm.com. I've watching those too many of those National Geographic deals with 30 below, you know, where, where they're out there with all kinds of animals and things like that.